Chubba Chance, and I'm here to make it clear. I know you love the podcast, that's why it's back this year. Get all my tea from Reddit and use it on the show. I never get the credit for everything I know. Remember Donna Sugars? She hated thirsty hair. Now she and Daniel Brewer are no longer on the air. It's only me and Taylor back for season nine. Just give me one more season and the show will all be mine. I'm gonna kill Taylor Latte Boy. My favorite cookie is chips. Ahoy, I am not Jewish, so I am called a Goy Korean. Eat baby bok choy. Bochip told you, now I'm, now I'm rich, yeah. been read. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race recap show for Season 9, Episode 0, titled Meet the Queens. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by my one remaining co-host. <laughs> Getting right to it, huh? <laughs> From the podcast, Pod is my co-pilot. Please, bid a fond farewell to Taylor the latte boy. Fun farewell. Well, it's mean? a matter of time. It's a matter of time. I've, since I've, I started with Donna and Daniel, and now it's just me, and now it's you. Uh. And now we're gonna, you know, we'll we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. And formerly from the podcast, dubious intent. Please say a fond farewell. I should just use that joke for him. You say it to Daniel yeah. J. Brewer. Daniel Brewer is no longer a part of the show. We miss him, and we wish him well. But here's how the show is going to work from now on. Today's episode is just going to be me and Taylor. We wanted to keep it kind of casual, be able to talk about some show business like this, and talk about the queens, just me and my pal Taylor. But from here on out, from episodes one through the end, we are going to have a rotating third seat. We already have the people chosen so uh so that will be a, so there won't be a permanent third guest i mean third host we'll have a rotating set of uh hosts uh the show is there anything else that we're missing taylor that we're like the we're like the kelly ripa of drag race recaps we, we are the have- kelly ripa of drag race recaps and so that's how the show's gonna go from now on it's gonna be everything's gonna be exactly the same oh you know i'm not gonna pull sound clips anymore yeah but other than that, the show's going to be exactly the same. We're going to have a bunch of different hosts, guest hosts that come in, and I think it's going to be uh, a good time. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Taylor, do you have any thoughts on this? Do you have any messages you want to say? I know you and Taylor, um, Daniel are on, on the outs, but do you have any things you, wanna, <laughs> you might want to say to him if, if he were to listen? He knows what he did. <laughs> No, I'm. It's all getting aside. I appreciate you and Daniel asking me to be a part of this, and you know, Daniel, we 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 love Daniel, and we're thankful for everything that he's done as far as setting up this, you know, setting up a lot of the stuff for us, the technical stuff, and I'm not gonna lie. Part of me hopes that he listens to this episode and goes like, "All right, I'll come back." Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. That was what I was going to say. Is Daniel is always welcome back on the show if we if you know we we need somebody to come in. You know, for for pinch hit, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's welcome back. I don't know how this episode's going to go, but I'll tell you this: I'll bet there'll be times where I'm thinking, "God, I wish Daniel were here to 
I wish. Because <laughs> we haven't recorded the episode yet, Taylor. So no, we don't know what's going to happen. No. But there might be times where I wish, you know, I wish Daniel were here to like play a, a song. Mm hmm. You know, or did that already happen? I can't tell where we are on the show. <laughs> I can't tell where we are either. <laughs> we uh, may not have happened. That may, maybe that didn't happen. I don't know. Uh, there could be times where uh, a siren went by, you know, uh, that could happen. I could be here and a police siren goes by and we have to stop recording. Oh, my computer. We I don't know. My computer seems fine now. But, but it, it might maybe, not be soon. It might the, not be soon. The battery might may need, be depleting quickly at some yeah, point. Yeah, and I might need to get an ele- like a power thing. What are those things called? You see, Daniel would be telling me what those things are called. A power supply. Along with the history of why power supplies are so important for your computer. Yeah. See, Batance, this is why I always have four plugs plugged into my computer at all times. You're like, what? Who is? I didn't even know there's four outlets on a computer. Anyway. All right. Um... Well, let's go on, continue recording the show. <laughs> let's, because, you know, we're clearly just we're starting clearly to record this not, episode. We're not recording anything at the end. No. Not at all. No, 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 no. This is right at the beginning. Just like, oh, God, I wonder what we're going to say. Oh, whatever could uh, we be talking about for the well, next hour and 27 minutes you know taylor what's sad is and i answer all the emails and everything like that and a lot of people are still unaware that daniel j brewer i've been saying retired from podcasting but it makes them sound old what's the what, what would you say he is taking a sabbatical oh i like it because there are going to be times where he is probably going to pop into various shows all over the potosphere and and that kind of stuff when you least expect it Yes. Daniel has decided to take a sabbatical from podcasting. And uh, I want to personally say that uh, I miss him. I think he was an integral part of this show. And uh, this show would not be the same, and it will not be the same without him. I don't know if Taylor didn't. Look, I didn't want to. I'll be. I'll spill a little tea here. Taylor and Daniel got a fight. Yeah, huge. And that's a huge Huge fight. Knockdown, drag out. There was snatching bald and scratching blind. It was ugly. I tried to be the peacemaker, but uh, I can only do so much. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You were the Pandora box of our little podcast. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know. I just I tried to find figure out a nice one from one of the seasons, and Pandora box was the first one to pop into my head. That, well, I figured that's what you were doing, but then I think the word in the street is that Pandora is kind of mean. Really? You know, yeah, it's, it's, that's what you hear about on Reddit. But let me not mean just she's just sort of bitter and 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 yeah, not yeah, kind of drama y. But you know, friend of the show, uh Jay Ellis is a friend of Pandora Box. Mm-hmm. Would you say friend of Pandora Boxes? Well yeah. If you knew somebody if she was a friend of I'm trying to think of somebody else that has a name like a that. A friend of Pandora's? A fr- Pandora's friend? Jamie Fox, Jamie. If she's a, you're a friend of Jamie Fox, you'd say you're a friend of Jamie Fox's. Yeah, I guess you would. Yeah, this um, is the riveting content where people this have is, been clamoring for for yeah. months for us to come back. Taylor, to this is what they have been thirsty for. They've been <laughs> thirsty for this content, for this, for the possessive. Uh, how to use the possessive for Pandora Box? Do you think Pandora Box listens to the show? Uh, what else is she doing now? <laughs> you know what? You know what? We say that, and then like I'll talk to Jay Ellis, and he'll be like, um, I was talking to, uh, you know, 
Jiggly Caliente. I'm like, wait, why do you know Jiggly Caliente? And he's like, oh, well, she just follows me. Oh, who's someone? Oh, Laganja Estranja started following him on Twitter. He goes, I guess she just listens to the show. And I go, none of the drag queens have ever followed us. No. I'm going to tell you something, though, Taylor. I have not, I've intentionally not shared a lot with Taylor. Like, like for instance, <laughs> one thing I should tell you, and I always tell Taylor this, is and this is super douchey of me. No, I can say without being douchey. There's another Taylor in my phone book. And I always, I don't really know him very well. And I always accidentally almost call him. I called him accidentally today. Okay. Today was the first time. I was gonna, I called you. Did you see that I called you earlier? No. When did you call oh, me? Oh, yeah, I called you. Yeah, I called you right after you, right after you text messaged me. And, um, and, it, and I called him first by accident. But I, I caught it. He didn't answer. And then, uh, but then I called you. But now anyway, is he going to call you back right away? Because that's usually what I do. If I miss a call, I call the person back right away. Are we going to be interrupted by the other Taylor in your life? I'm trying to think of a joke that, that would kind of hint. Um, that would make me team Jacob. That was, that his name was, what was his name on the movies? You mean Taylor Lautner? Yeah. Oh God, I have no idea what his name was. I don't even. What was the what was the one's name? The the vampire, the the skinny one, the the pale one with the skid marks in his underpants. What was that one? Wait, does how do you know this? Because he just looks like he has skid marks in his underpants. It's just it's. You know, I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, this Robert Pattinson, I don't see what's sexy about him whatsoever. No, he looks dirty. I, that's just not. I don't think he looked dirty. Um, they all look like they needed a good bath. I'm going to tell you something else. I met the, I've met this Kristen Stewart a couple of times, right? Uh-huh. She has a pooey personality. I don't like the... <laughs> she has a pooey face all the time and a pooey personality. I'm not a big fan of hers. Much to the chagrin of my friends who know her. This week, RuPaul's Drag Race came out with their list of season nine queens, dropping it on Thursday with a first look at Valentina having a boring conversation with Michelle Visage. Did you look at any of that? I didn't see that. I watched all of the videos, all the Meet the Queen videos, but I didn't see anything It was else. boring. We didn't see anything. Missing Valentina, she didn't say anything, right? But what we're going to do right now is we are going to walk through each of the drag queens. Uh, I made notes based on their um, Meet the Queens videos. Did you take notes, Taylor? I took notes on that, and I took notes on overall themes that I saw throughout the oh. thing. So I don't know if we want to start with that or if we want to save that for the end. You know, um, uh, friend of the show, Sweet Michael, has a boyfriend named Noah. And Noah has stuck. By the way, I've asked Sweet Michael to listen to the show a thousand times won't listen to this show but his boyfriend noah did start listening to the show okay and he's a big fan of yours oh well hello noah and he's only like halfway through all stars two and he's like does taylor um do more psychology on the show and i go i don't know <laughs> i, don't listen to, I, don't listen I to was the show. just there i don't know what the hell he did yeah i don't know but i think i think there've been requests for more like uh psycho like uh psychoanalysis of the queens one of my themes is a little <gasps> bit clinical so that's oh. noah will be excited it's slightly yeah. clinical but it was something that i something that i was fascinated with watching all of these minute 34 second videos you know if he was a drag king you know what his name should be what no offense <laughs> That's a Wouldn't great drag name. That's a good, that's a good drag. No offense. I am running a support group right now for people. 
um, the, for people that are HIV positive and uh, for at the work that I do. And they came up with a drag name for me the other day. Would you like to hear it? Taylor the Latte Boy is not your drag name? No, it is not. It is, it's my drag king name. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it based on what you do? No. It's, it's based on something I was doing in the room. Oh, I got it. I know what it is. What? Master Bates. <laughs> no. Oh, what was, I was it? I was writing a bunch of stuff about depression and anxiety on a blackboard. Oh, and then anxiety. Anxiety. That's another. That's a great one. No. And I had to erase everything off of it. So my name became Dusty Blackboard. Oh, I like it. Yes. That is a good drag name that for you. I thought of one the other day, Barbie Chewitz. But that doesn't work as well. Um, I was trying to do like Barbituits. Yes, I get what oh, you... What if, or what if it was Barb... Ituits. Ituits. That, that works better. Sounds Barb like she's Ituits. from Schenectady or something like that. Yeah, or Poughkeepsie. Any, or like uh, Ronkonkoma. I'm just trying to yeah. name places in upstate New York. <laughs> oh, places that, that were prominently featured in Bugs Bunny cartoons in the 50s. <laughs> Yes, Albuquerque, she's from Cucamonga, Albuquerque, and uh, Schenectady. Yes, and Ronkonkoma. Is Ronkonkoma in the Bugs Bunny cartoon? We have not talked about one drag queen. You know, <laughs> let me tell you guys this. Taylor was like, "I want to keep the show now to like really short." I'm like, "Yeah, we can do it." We're 21 minutes in. <laughs> We're not that far in. No, but all right. First up, Aja. Uh, Aja, what did you think of Aja? I thought Aja was vapid and gross and annoying. Oh, <laughs> I really? did. I did not like Aja at all. I did not. Now, that being said, <laughs> the the, mm-hmm. the subtitle to the show, yeah, the new name of our show. One of uh, my listeners to my other podcast posted a video of her lip syncing. That made me intrigued. Watching that, she did a lip sync to Shannon's "Give Me Tonight," including all of the skips and the um, the synthesizer noises and stuff, where she was shaking her body as the the song was kind of whatever that is. That I'm not that a gay did. man from the '80s. Who is Shannon, and what is this movie? What Sh- is the song? Shannon, "Give Me Tonight." Shannon had okay. Shannon came out the same time as Madonna did, and she was a. They talked about that. It was very much rock music until. The music started going towards pop, dance, pop with the, with the advent of uh, Madonna's uh, uh, whatever holiday, and Shannon um, let the music play. And then Shannon's second single was called "Give Me Tonight," which is always my favorite of her two songs. Adore Delano actually did a remake of it like two, three years ago with Miles Davis Moody in the video, and he was in drag in the video. Hmm. I just threw a bunch of random stuff that kind of in my head worked together and just kind of threw it at everybody all at once. Well, this is the, you see, this is one of the times where we're going to feel the the lack of the absence of Daniel. Cause by this point, Daniel would have been playing it uh, under us as we were talking. Yes. But I don't have that capability. So I will not do that. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone can go on YouTube and look up Shannon. Give me tonight. Give me tonight. And adore. I want version. I, oh, not the Shannon version. No, she, I love the Shannon version. The Shannon version is one of my favorite songs from the '80s. However, can I guess Delano how it goes? A good version of it. Hmm? Can I guess how it goes? Sure. Give me tonight at the break of dawn. We'll have tomorrow. Tomorrow will be gone. Was no. that a song? That's. I don't know if that is or not, but that Isn't sounds that, like um, something the Brady Bunch would have sang. The way you just sang that. That's well. I didn't want to tell you that I was in the Brady Bunch. 
I didn't want to tell you. Are well, you look, cousin Oliver? I'm cousin Oliver. I did. did shh. That's why I'm friends with Taylor Lautner. Okay, so uh, here were my thoughts on on Aja were this. At first, I was like, "Oh, I like this." There's a very Naomi Smalls kind of thing about her. I also looked them up as boys, and I, 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 I am not ashamed to admit that I am a gay homosexual. Which what? Also me, yeah, I'm a gay homosexual, not even just a regular homosexual. I'm extra gay, right? So I'm easily swayed by how good looking they are. And Osh is actually a cute boy. Okay. Look, looking at the picture right now, I see where you get Naomi Smalls. I seem to have a the ones that I don't like, I got a Pearl vibe from, but I know that Pearl and uh Naomi Smalls, there is a little bit of a Venn diagram with the two of them, whereas but I like Naomi Smalls. But I so I can see I can see where Venn you Venn diagram that. that they're both hot? No, no the, the Pearl. Do you is, think Pearl's hot? Pearl Pearl was cute as a boy, but Pearl was cute as a boy when she didn't talk. Is that annoying vocal fry thing was just that that annoys me to no end, and is a theme. One of the themes that I'll be talking about later on in the show. Oh wow! Uh, but anyway, I said I liked her at first, but then, and this is what I wrote. She it seemed like she might be a little extra in this video. Like she was laying it on really thick. Mm-hmm. I could see her being one of those people. Like she's one of those. I don't like this one. I don't know. This never works on Drag Race. Okay, but we're like, I'm proud to be an asshole. I'm I'm a fucking bitch, and I'm proud of it. And you got to deal with it. Like who has that worked for? Name one person that's worked for. I'm trying to go through and think of all the Bianca Del Rio. <laughs> Yeah, but there was a soft side. Maybe that's what it is. They have like this, this, it, this. They're writing the storyline for the producers. Maybe like I'm going to start off as a bitch, but I don't know. Something just seemed a little. Uh, but by the way, you, as we will cover on this show, there are some people who I think are going to be big contenders for the drama queens on this season. There's a lot of you can see it. You can see it behind the eyes. That yeah. like they, they're going to be fucking. There's going to be some fisticuffs on this show okay next alexis michelle what were your thoughts tell the latte boy um alexis michelle is was one of these people that i watched all of the videos twice i watched a bunch of them yesterday and then i watched uh, a couple of them this morning and then i watched them all again tonight and the first time i watched alexis michelle i liked her the second time i watched alexis michelle i changed my mind there was something really there was something about her initially, I guess because I had that the bad taste of Aja in my mouth that I thought, okay, well, with this one, we're going to bring a little bit of class compared to Aja. Plus, I don't understand the ones that have the nose ring. The the uh, That just is a thing for me. But th- there's something about her that's off, and I can't quite figure out what it is. The one note that I have for her is the heavy breathing, where she did the whole, like... Is she a heavy breather? <laughs> Well, she did this weird, like, breathing thing into the microphone, which she I think did? she wasn't expecting to do. Yeah. It's towards the end of her video, where she's like, people all look at me like, who's, 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 it was, Oh, no. Kind of fascinating. I go back and, back and watch this. Yeah. Go ahead. That's that's it. You know what's so funny is I kind of had the same experience as you did. When I first watched her, I was like, oh, this is interesting. In fact, I even wrote, I like her, but I wonder how much of it is contrived. And then I happened to watch, not all the queens again today, but I watched some of them again today. And she was one of them. And I was like, oh, there's just something about her that I just didn't like the second time. And you're right. I had the same. You know what it is? I kind of chalk it up to. It's like I watched them in order. So I didn't know what was coming. So then seeing her in the context of what I'd already seen, 
I was like, oh. Because like I said, Valentina was the first one that, you know, she was the one. They had, they had like a... So the way they, they premiered all of this is at 1 p.m., uh, Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific. They did a Facebook Live interview of Michelle with um, Valentina. Mm-hmm. And this is the first uh, peak we're seeing at one of the queens. And so I was like, I wouldn't say I was enamored with Valentina, but I liked her. And then seeing her in the context of all the meet, of all the queens, uh, especially since she was the last one uh, on the Meet the Queens video, I was like, eh, she's, we'll come back, we'll come to Valentina. But like, in that same thing, if now that I saw all the queens and Alexis Michelle was one of the first ones I saw, I got to see her in that context and realize she's not as strong as I thought. Yeah. Next, Charlie Hydes. Everyone's. A, I will say this. This bodes well for Charlie Hydes. Uh, she's one of the queens that I'm hearing a lot of people talk about. She's one of the memorable ones. What are your thoughts on Charlie Hydes, Taylor? Um, the one thing that I found interesting was the the weird Madonna. I've been I've lived in London, so now I talk with this weird accent thing. Well, no, I think she's British. I think what you're hearing is an Americanized version of her British accent. Oh, well, either way, either way, I it was I became more focused on how she was saying things versus what she was saying, and that was a little distracting. Plus, the eye, the butterfly catwoman thing that she had wrapped around her head, I it, it was off just enough. To where it wasn't symmetrical. There's no way that it could have been symmetrical with another one. So then, like, my eye was twitching watching it. Where I was like, just move it a little bit to the left. Move it a little bit to the left. And uh, I, I, I think that she, she is a, she's a middle of the road contender. I don't think she's going to be around through the whole thing. But I think that she's going to go a little bit further because of her, because of I guess of her. She, she's well known. You just said. I agree with you. And um, so here's the thing. Okay. And we might have to go back to Alexis Michelle on this one too, is um, there are some Queens who, I want to make sure it's Alexis Michelle. It is, I think. Um, Yeah. Um, On Reddit, somebody wrote months ago and I saved and I read some of them today. um, Long biographies of the drag Queens. And for, so with Charlie Hydes, I found out that Charlie Hydes has, you know, has, uh, has a, a very big YouTube following. She's big on YouTube. She was an early adopter of YouTube, started making videos and has a huge following, uh, has a lot of viral videos, but also had a controversy. I guess she does a lot of characters. Um, and she did a blackface character <laughs> and it caused a huge controversy and people got mad. And I think some club didn't book her and canceled her appearance and all this stuff happened uh also as we know she's the oldest queen in the history of the show she's 52 is that how old she is she's 52 okay yeah she looks great huh she does look great yeah uh she's 52 and uh i actually liked her i you know what i look for when i watch the videos i'm not so much into the look i i i dress like an awful human being like i i really it's it's awful how i dress it's terrible but so i mean i notice and if there's something that's really bad or really good i, I clock it but if, if the person looks fine i don't like so i didn't notice the little detail like the eye was off but um i like to look and but what i look for is personality and she seemed genuine and centered and grounded and that's important to me she didn't seem like she was putting on an act which i felt like both aja and alexis michelle had that like i'm I'm working it for the camera on this about them. You used a sense? great. You used a great word. You used the word contrived. 
And I I agree with you on those, but I kind of agree that I think that Charlie Hyde's was slightly contrived. Is she the one that used to do the videos where she was Madonna? I think she does do Madonna actually. Where yeah. where Madonna's on the phone calling like Cher and Barbara Streisand. And- I know she does Cher. Okay, I think I've seen some of her videos then. If that's the case, well, that may change my attitude because I always liked those videos when they were out a couple years ago. Yeah, I think she's famous. For, she's a viral video queen. Okay. 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 And oh, you know, going to Alexis Michelle, you may have seen this too. She had a viral video. Have you ever seen it? She was in a drag competition and she did an Into the Woods um, lip sync and no. she transformed from like the witch into the queen. It's pretty drama. And she won like um, America's Drag Queen something or other based on that performance. Okay. And so that's pretty good too. Um, all right. Next up, Eureka O'Hara. Well, uh, any thoughts on Eureka O'Hara, Taylor? I'm noticing that initially everything said Eureka O'Hara, but when you go to the cast page on Logo TV, it just says Eureka. So I'm wondering, but everybody else has their full names. So I'm wondering, you know, I, do, do she and Fifi come from the same family? That's, I what, I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Well, here's the thing with Fifi, though. A little backstory on Fifi's name. That wasn't her name when she went on the show. Her name was Phoenix, but there had been another Phoenix. So she changed it to Fifi, but maybe she was Phoenix O'Hara, and then she changed it to Fifi O'Hara, or maybe it was just Phoenix. I don't know. I don't, I'm not that deep in the lore of Fifi O'Hara, but maybe they do have some sort of relation. I have to look into that. Um, what did you think of her, though, Taylor? I'm intrigued, but worried. That's what I wrote. I'm intrigued but worried. Um, I, I I definitely get a ginger minge feel from her, and there's part of me that thinks that maybe because she sort of resembles ginger minge, complete with the weird shading on her the, the, her forehead, like when she's got that big weird crown of flames on the top of it. I like the fact that she talked about the fact that she can do so much as a as a bigger girl. And mm-hmm. I'm. I want to see what she can do. Uh, I f- I found it funny that she went into this whole. I'm this meets this meets this meets this meets this, and they had that bad cut edit cut, which just went fabulousness, and then went right into talking about. Something oh yeah, because yeah, because the joke went too long. They were like, yeah. okay, stop, bitch. So I, I I'm hopeful, but we'll we'll see. I I like her actually. I think she's funny, but I I wrote like I wrote uh, I like her. Too bad she doesn't go too far. <laughs> like, I just don't. I don't know. I don't see it lasting very long. Again, yeah. it it comes from that whole. I think my problem with Ginger Minj, and I know Ginger Minj has her fans. Trust me, I hear about it all the time. In fact, Noah, I was just talking about Noah, is a huge Ginger Minj fan. Okay, mm-hmm. she has her fans. I always feel like she's trying too hard. That's one of my problems. I like. I'll actually say I do think Ginger can be funny, but I feel Ginger at her funny. I, I, we're using Eureka's time talking about Ginger. Um, Ginger is at her funniest when she's not trying to be funny, right? And um, there is that sense of trying too hard with Eureka. Like I, I bet you she's actually really, really funny, but she has that. I hate to say it, like that big girl look at me attitude trying too hard. A lot of times big girls try too hard. They're always super loud, you know, and it, 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 that's, and I think that's, I feel that with her. Like two people that host a podcast about drag race, the big girls are always the loudest. <laughs> exactly. T- Taylor, you know what? You're right. 
<laughs> You're right. We are all ginger minge on the inside. <laughs> yeah. All of us, every single one of us is ginger minge. For who the minge tolls. <laughs> she tolls for thee. My basement is flooded. My basement is flooded. You got me, gal. And remember, and then Detox has that crazy laugh when she says that. Like, that, I just that watched movie? somebody posted a video on Facebook of all the times that Detox lets out that weird squawking sound, or it was on yeah. Tumblr or something. And I thought about when we did All Stars, where she do that whole <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> My neighbors must think I'm so weird. Okay, so you know we've we've gone through four. I'm going to run through them really quickly again. I want you to tell me when you think they go. Aja. And you don't have to tell the number. First quarter, second quarter, okay. third quarter, uh, top three. Aja, second quarter. Okay. Alexis Michelle. Uh, second quarter. Charlie Hydes. Third quarter. Eureka O'Hara. First quarter. I agree with you. Okay. I agree, on all I agree, of, on all four? I agree with you on all four. Okay. I agree with you on all four so far. All right, next. Pheromone. Your thoughts on Pheromone. This was the first one that I genuinely hated. <laughs> oh, you hated I hated pheromone. everything about this interview. She came off as as much as I dis I disliked Aja. I hated Pheromone. That that there really? was yes, she reminded me of if you know how on sitcoms once a character had been on for a while and suddenly they had like the evil little sister or bitchy cousin that came in from like you know Phoenix or Schenectady or you know Orlando or Saint Petersburg, <laughs> yeah, one of those. She reminded me of Courtney Axe, like evil little bitchy sister. So, Farah did post something very funny on Reddit today. Not on Reddit. She posted something very funny where she posted Courtney Axe's uh, season six promo photo mm-hmm. that, that Logo had released. You know, the same thing that they did. Their her Meet the Queens photo. And she wrote, here was my Meet the Queens photo, but Logo said I looked too much like Courtney Axe. So I had to change it. Okay. That's funny. Um. She clocked that she... Reminds a lot of people of, of Courtney Act. Um, okay, so here's the thing. I get why you're saying that. I will say she's not for you, but for me, very cute as a boy. But, 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 there's a big but here. I've The pictures that I, I want to see what she looks like in the actual workroom. Because the pictures that I've seen of her as a boy are very, like, I was telling a friend today, like, I wanted to be like, girl, you're very cute. Edit. Like, cut back. There's too much going on. Just yeah. be you. And you'd be so much cuter. Well, but she's 22. That's what 22-year-olds do. From from what I understand, back, you know, from my from my nursing home, that they yeah. they kind of do that, where they, they put filter after filter after filter on pictures, and everything, they are just cut. Everybody constantly has a, a layer of base on their face and it's well yeah not only that but there's also just a lot of hair and uh, this and that there's too much going on like she she's very she's very pretty as a boy and i wish she would just let you know let that smile shine farah whatever your name is um i i'll tell you what you don't like her i so uh, you know i told you that someone wrote those bios and i guess she's sort of known for being 
um, kind of all business and really nice, actually. She's really good friends with Derek Barry. That She's from... I, I wrote Der- Derek Barry on there. She reminds me of Derek Barry, too. She is from Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not from Vegas originally. I don't know where she's from originally, but she moved to Vegas. And uh, she supposedly she's super prof- super professional, very nice. However, some people have clocked on Reddit because I looked at her and I was like, RuPaul loves herself a fishy queen. Mm-hmm. So I was like, she's going to go really, really, really far. You know? Oh, I, I agree with that. I think she's going to go. Just the name alone is one of those that it catches your, catches your eye. So I, I think she's going to be... I don't know that she'll be top three. I could see her being top four. I could see her being the one that goes home. Derek Barry. So um, I don't disagree with you. Okay. I don't disagree with you. The one thing I'll I'll throw a wrench in here a little bit is people say, I haven't done that much research into it. If you go to her YouTube videos of her performances, she's not very strong. Well, but if she doesn't have to lip sync for her life. She'll be okay if she if she's if she's as strong as she seems to say she is in the other aspects of her career, then she won't ever have to get to where she lip syncs. Uh, next up, Jane Mansfield. What's so funny? <laughs> this one, I have so many thoughts about this one. All right, yes. so many thoughts. Um, first of all, that wig line in the video <laughs> is horrible. Where you can pretty much see the band, the see, see the lace front really, really bad. Um, I never notice this stuff. Oh no, go, th- this is I don't normally notice that either. But this in particular was bad. It was okay, really. I'll go it back looked, and it look. looked like she had on a headband. Um, I think that she wants so bad to be this season's Ben de la Creme. That's been commented on. Um, she's made the one statement where she said, you know. My butler, Mr. James, he stayed up late many nights last minute, which doesn't make any sense. Um, well, I think she's talking about herself as a boy, right? No, she says that she's making in the storyline that she's creating. She has a butler named Mr. James, mm-hmm. and he creates all of her dresses for her. But he stayed up many, many nights for this last minute assignment. So it doesn't. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think she's going to be the one that I think she is going to be Miss Congeniality. Well, she's definitely gunning for Miss Congeniality. She's gunning for it. I think she's going to be the one that she she's going to be throwing throwing her cuckoo at the camera as much as possible. To well, going back to Ben Della Creme, that's always been Bianca Del Rio's complaint about Ben Della Creme. Uh, Bianca Del Rio has complained on record about Ben De La Creme that he didn't get along with her, or at least during the season didn't get along with her, because he felt she was fake. He felt like this nice thing she was doing was fake, and she was actually an evil bitch like everybody else, but that she was clearly gunning for miscongeniality, which is voted on by the fans. And that's sort of what she was going for. It was this fake, like, I'm so sweet persona, but she was actually a huge... She was just as evil and wicked and, uh, you know fighting for the title as any of them well this whole look that she gave during the interview and even i'm looking at her picture right now on their cast page it looks like and and this is probably going to come off as mean but it looks like a high school boy's first drag experience like the first time that a little a, a little a little gay boy in high school gets up the nerve to get dressed up in drag and go out to a club that that's what that's what this particular look is like to for me 
I haven't done again. This is I. I've read some stuff on Reddit. You know, this came out yesterday. I was really busy yesterday. I've been very busy today, and uh, so I've looked. I've read things, but I haven't done all the work that I usually do. And one of the things I think I've read is I think that I don't know if this is true. It seems makes sense though because she's kind of said I watched her again. Is the character is supposed to be like almost like a John Bonet Ramsey child pageant queen? I think she's trying to play a child. Well. I, it's annoying. It's, I wrote it's, down. She's, she's annoying, and I, I. But of course, I thought the same thing about what the hell was the one with the cuckoo? Chichi, Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Chichi was the one from Tu Wang Fu. So Chichi so, Devane was also a, car- a, a contestant that season. Okay, yeah. So all right. So then I don't feel as much racist as I just thought did a second ago because I called her Chichi. Um, I, I, I just have a feeling that this is going to be the one that people are going to clamor towards and i i just i don't know i i i don't know i don't know i uh i think she's annoying i found her annoying on her meet the queens video i also wrote down that i think because here's the thing and and if she were a biological woman i would be annoyed by her does yes. that make sense? Yes. So it's not like she's annoying as a drag queen. I'm finding her as annoying as a biological woman. I'm buying into that she's a woman, and I don't like her. Okay. You know? so Because sometimes people, like, they're fine as a boy, but their drag persona is really annoying. You know? Uh, no. She's a woman to me, and she's annoying. And I hope she goes... Uh, where, where do you think she's going? Second quarter. I'm thinking third quarter. Okay. I'm saying third quarter. But, but Cynthia Lee Fontaine went relatively early. She went second quarter. So if we're if we're using that template, she would go second. Well, I guess we'll find now, out. Now, Taylor, you hate spoilers, correct? I do hate spoilers, which means you're going to spoil something for I'm me. not going to spoil anything okay. for you. I'm going to say that there's a speculation about something that happens this season, and no one knows this. This is a spe- pure speculation. Okay. Do you want to know what that speculation is? Yes, provided you don't give me names. If, is it possible for you to tell me without giving me names? Yes, but I feel that uh considering we've been talking about this one for the last 10 minutes <laughs> yeah gotta figure out who we're talking okay. go ahead yeah. go ahead there's speculation that they bring back an old queen a former contestant okay that makes sense because i think it's interesting that there's you know 13 because that that's an odd number for them to to be starting with usually they start yeah. with 14 i thought so they're bringing back supposedly a former contestant. The de- I, I think they're pretty sure they're bringing back a former contestant. The debate about is who the former contestant is. Well, who are the, let's put it that who are the front runners? Sasha that? Bell and Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Sasha Bell. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, so Sasha Bell, and then who's the one that we hated last year? Uh, the one that was like the did the Beetlejuice one. I have no idea. I can't remember her name. Isn't that weird? I remember, I'm usually pretty good remembering the girl's name. Acid Betty? Name. No, 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 no. She went second last year. No, she got eliminated with that. Oh, was, the one that was in the um, Purse First video with Bob. Uh, the one that I thought was cute. was Layla McQueen. Layla McQueen, yeah. So Layla McQueen and Sasha Bell have a big audience. I mean, a big following online. Like, they're, they're beloved online. Layla McQueen and Sasha Bell. And... Um, now I don't think Layla McQueen's rumored to be back. There's there's pretty strong evidence that it's Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Um, RuPaul did an interview on NPR uh, while they were taping season nine mm-hmm. to promote All Stars two, mm-hmm. and 
she, as she's in the workroom during the audio, and you clearly hear a voice that sounds has an accent and sounds very similar to Cynthia Lee Fontaine's very distinct voice in the background. So people think that that's evidence that Cynthia's on the show. I mean, seriously, have any of you ever looked better? Eventually, time starts to run out. Can we get a time check? Ay, que bonita! Five minutes! Why would she record you an interview in the workroom? That makes no sense. Don't ask me. I am not RuPaul. Do not get, do not try, I will not try and speculate what goes on in the mind of RuPaul Charles. Meanwhile, our entire series and show is uh, based on trying to predict what goes on in the mind of RuPaul Charles. Yes. Kamora Black. Okay. If I didn't like Aja and hated Pheromone, <laughs> I fucking loathe Kamora Black. <laughs> Why gotta be black? Why she gotta be black? Now that, for, I will say this. Bitch can paint a face. Her, she is beautiful uh-huh. in the face. I love that. I love the dark contouring and the black lipstick. She is an idiot. That, that's the only way to describe the her persona is bad. It's just it's a bad bad character. She is definitely the new pearl. I, I for me who I, I she's just I, I actually found myself getting angry watching it the second time. So the rumor is, and I think there's good evidence from watching this, that she is a huge villain this season. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that is definitely, I could see that being where she is. The, but, but she's one of these that she just does it, she just does things to get under people's skin. Her way of playing the game is similar to um, Roxy's, her original season of where I'm just going to try to fuck with people's heads because that's all I can do. Well, yeah, she seems very mean. I, she does call herself hot as a boy. I'm going to be honest with you. Super fucking hot as a boy. Okay. Is she Asian? Is she... No. Black? Cold? Warmer? Hispanic? She's seen, I think she's like... like She's one of those Latinos that could be black or Latino. She could be Latino. Okay. Well, I mean, her. She's her. I'm looking at a picture where she's got her hand up, like near her face, and her hand is light skinned. So, I would guess she's Latino. Okay. I mean, she, she's her face is beautiful, but that personality that that's gonna she get has a terrible personality and, and she, I mean, she re- really fast. I mean, she really does see herself as like a Kim Kardashian type, and it, as, like one of these awful, awful human beings. Again, I don't understand. Um, because here's the thing now look if it was purely for exposure okay like if you were like if it was one of these things where like no press is no, all press is good press or there's mm-hmm. no such thing as bad press kind of thing uh i would be like okay bitch do your thing you know because you know if you play the villain i'll give you this if you play the villain you're gonna get a lot of screen time Okay, if you play the villain, you're going to get a lot of screen time. However, as we've seen with the evolution of the Drag Race audience, these fans take the show very seriously. And if they see you as a villain, they're going to fucking haunt you in real life. Kamora Lee Black should have a conversation with Fifi O'Hara. Yeah. You know, and or even just Alaska was seen as a villain. She got haunted online. I mean, if if Kamora Lee Black, is that what? Oh, because Kamora Lee Simmons. Kamora Lee Black. <laughs> we have a new name for where she's on the show. Kamora Lee Black, by the way. <laughs> if Kamora Black can handle it, then I'm like, more power to you, queen. But I think it can be brutal. I think 
So supposedly she's the villain. And I'm going to tell you this. I think she's going to go very far. I'm going to say top three. No. Do you really think so? I'm going to say top three. Oh, I, okay. That, that's, you can call that one, but I, I disagree. I, th- I think she'll be top five. The villain always seems to get it four or five. So I think that that's going to be, I, I, I can't imagine her being top three. All right. Next up, Nina Bonina Brown. Jasmine Masters and Acid Betty had a baby, and it's Nina Bonita Brown. I I love the name. She said her name was originally Beat a Bitch Ass, which made me laugh. Um, I I want to see more from her. She is somebody that I think I I want to see beyond the weird purple face with the crazy hair and and the the alien look. I want to I want to see what she looks like in other styles. And that will get very old very quickly if that's all she does is the weird, like, the, the weird iguana thing that they all seem to be doing around this time, the Acid Betty look. Um, but I I want to I want to see more. I, I, I'm curious. I, I, I think she will probably... Uh, they all can't go second quarter. Um, I, I, she, she may be a first quarter girl. But... Oh, really? Yeah, but I think that it would be... That will be a disappointment. If if she goes if she goes first quarter, I disagree with you. I think I love her. I love her. I think she's so funny. I think her look is fierce. Um, I like what she the way she does things. I I just like her personality. Um, I would say maybe second or third quarter. That's what okay. I'm seeing here with her. Um, pick a quarter. Was a li- pick, huh? a qu- pick pick a quarter. Second or third. Which do you think? I'm going to say second quarter, but towards the back of the second quarter. Okay. Not the early part, but the end. Okay. I will say that uh, there's been a little bit of drama. Somebody called her out on Reddit, some drag queen, about uh, something. I remember what it was, and she just went ape shit on. Oh, oh, oh. I know it's not some. It, uh, the, the person accused uh, her of being tr- transphobic. And uh, she's like, no one's ever heard me be transphobic. I don't know. It was like a big war on Facebook. So. Um, even the way she handled herself there, this, she's a lot of drama. There's a lot of her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's rumors that this is a very, like, drama-y season. A lot of fighting. And based on what I'm seeing in the personality of the Queen, I can totally see how the chemistry is there for that. Yeah, there are some, there are some, there's some drama shit stirs in this, you can tell. Uh, all right, next up, Peppermint. I love peppermint. Peppermint is my favorite one out of everybody. I I want peppermint at this point. I want peppermint to take the title out of everybody that's there. I don't know if she'll actually do it, but she she is my favorite one. She came off to me as the most genuine. We were talking about somebody. I uh, was talking about somebody else and gen, being people being genuine. Um, she I, I think she is. She's not the first trans contestant that's been on the show, but I think she's the first one that's come out as trans prior to the show starting. Yeah, yeah. She's the first one to uh, enter the show as trans, and it's not a big deal. She's not trying to reveal it. She's a trans woman, living as a trans woman, and there you go. Right. And that was the one thing that I noticed, because I know that there was Beverly Monica Hills, or Monica Beverly Hills, yeah. and um, Phoenix. I know th- those- Oh, Phoenix is trans? Phoenix is Phoenix came out as trans on one of the reunion show the reunion show for her season. Okay, and then there's Carmen Carrera and Carmen Carrera, and then the little midget I think is trans now. The little midget from season four. What? The little midget. The midget Taylor. <laughs> Stop saying midget. <laughs> Why? Which midget? 
I don't know her name. The midget. Was there? There wasn't a little person. I don't know what you're talking about. I got to look up her name in a second, but the midget. <laughs> I actually don't want to look up her name because I want the fans to be like screaming at their radios or their headsets right now. Okay, fourth season, that was Phoenix. Uh, that Phoenix. That was Sharon Needles and Fifi. Uh-huh. Oh, I remember her name. What? Kenya Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> Kenya Michaels was not a little person. I mean, she was a little person, but I don't think she was a little person. <laughs> and also, I think Henny, Stacey Lane Matthews. Is really? Also, I, think, I think she's come out as trans now, too. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I, they didn't do it on the show or on a reunion No, no, show. no, 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 no. This is and way even after, Carmen yeah. didn't do it on... That was after she after she was <sighs> off the show. The Carmen one makes me really sad. I mean, I'm happy for her that she is living life by the gender with which she identifies. But man, she was a fucking cute-ass boy with a big dick. And what a fucking like sad thing that is. That she didn't identify. Oh my God, she was so cute did you think she was cute as a boy she was kind of she's she's a little too skinny for me but that that i i can see where people would find her to be very very attractive and she's she's pretty as a girl how big do you like your guys how big do i like guys mm-hmm. well i do you like skinny chris pratt or big chris pratt i like chris pratt <laughs> yeah but i'm saying I like, like i like my chris pratt big or skinny it doesn't matter guardians which. of the galaxy chris pratt or like early days of parks and rec chris pratt early days of parks and rec is totally i'm totally down for that but i mean that being said when he's in guardians of the galaxy running around in his little the little underwear where he's getting hosed down with the orange kool-aid that was a that was a scene that was very good to me would you let chris pratt pee on you <laughs> walk me through this why would he be peeing on me where would I be? Is it important where you are? Would anybody find out about it? Unless I told them on Pod is my co-pilot available. Pod is my co-pilot. Um, you guys are peeing next to each other uh, at a f- music festival. And he asks you, can I pee on you? No. No, I wouldn't. Do- okay. I am not into water sports at all. Would I let Chris Pat pee on me? I don't know that I would let Chris. That's a really good question. Thank you. That's that's that that's what you're known for. Those hard hitting questions. Mm-hmm. You should take over for Barbara Walters and ask the mm-hmm. twenty most interesting people. Would you let Chris Pratt pee on you? And what kind of pee would you be? What kind? <laughs> um. God, do you think any of the thirteen year olds would get that joke? That is an obscure. That is an obscure seventies. That's that's very obscure. So. We should put that up as a poll. Would you let Chris Pratt pee on you? All right, and so we can tag him at it and see if he see if he responds. Go, <laughs> go to our Twitter. Go to our Twitter account uh, at Drag Race Recap and uh, answer the poll. Would you let Chris Pratt pee on you? Moving on. Oh wait, Peppermint. I like her. I would have if, if it weren't for the trans thing. And I'm not. God. I always say this on our other show, but we never get emails. But this show, we actually do get emails. <laughs> Please don't email me about this. I, what I'm saying here is the show has a history of having a problem with trans people. I mean, for, a, for the reason Monica Beverly Hills was ashamed to admit it was because I think you had to declare on the application that you were born uh, a man or that you were – it was some sort of weird 
making sure that you were a man kind of. They didn't want drag kings, I think, on there or something. And uh, so remember, that's why she was afraid to admit that she had because she had lied on the application. And um, you know, the the show has a rocky history with trans people, and mm-hmm. so. I think because of that, there's going to be an overcorrection. And so I think she will go farther. I'll say this. I think she'll go farther than she probably would have because of the trans storyline. So because of that, she's going home third quarter. Third quarter? Oh, yeah, third quarter. Okay, I was thinking third was second. Never mind. I got it mixed up. Okay. Okay, I hope she goes further. Um, I mean, the the wig isn't great. But as far as the the wig line isn't necessarily great in this, but I how do you notice? I mean, people notice it. I just don't notice that shit. I'm telling you, go back to that James Manfield's one. You can't not stare at it when they do close ups. It's distracting. Because on Reddit, people were talking about um, something horrible that Kamora Black did with her lipstick, and there's something distracting about her lipstick. And I looked again, like I don't see. Oh, that. The, the one that was distracting with me was Nina Bonita, where she did the weird like. Not contouring, but she kind of did where it almost made it, like, tried to make it look really wet by painting white and then the purple around the white. And it's it's not symmetrical. It's off. And it, it there was times that I was looking at her at her mouth and was a little like, oh, I don't like that. Uh, okay, next up, Sasha Velour. Okay, so you know how before I said I liked Alexis Michelle the first time I watched her and then didn't like it the second time? reverse that for Sasha Velour. I did not like Sasha Velour the first time, and then the second time I watched her, I I liked her a lot more. Uh, I've only seen her once, but I liked her when I first saw her. I liked I like her look. She seems real. She seems down to earth. I'm a fan. Sasha Velour, fan. And um, she seems to be popular with the drag queens, too. Okay. That's the thing with this season, too. A lot of these drag queens know the other queens, are friends with the other queens. I believe Sasha Velour is friends with a lot of the other queens. The other queens that are on this season? Former contestants. Former former contestants. contestants. Okay. I I didn't quite get the unibrow thing, but that's not, you know, that's whatever. Teach teach his or her own. But When do you think Sasha Velour goes uh, home next? I think Sasha Velour will go home third quarter. I agree with you. Third quarter. Okay. Uh, anything well you know I, I'm having trouble now I, I'm having trouble remembering Sasha Velour is there anybody else having trouble remembering here oh yeah there's another one I've had trouble remembering too but like um, we're getting towards like I'm all like there's a couple I'm like ooh Sasha Velour I did see a picture of her recently she's been online because she's people really like something she said about doing drag and, and, and there was a quote that they had that she said on the sh- on the, her Meet the Queens video that a lot of the fans have been reposting on Reddit so her name's been in my head but I don't really remember the video very well but I did see her picture and I really like her look and I still like her look and I'm a big Sasha Velour fan next up Shay Coulee bitch open your eyes that was the thing that was going through my head where she's talking but she's doing this weird squinting thing and she is annoying she is too much i feel i get a tyra sanchez vibe from her and i know tyra won her season mm-hmm. but I, but she's like the poor man's tyra sanchez and i that's saying a lot that that that's yeah that, i think that, tyra sanchez is the poor man's tyra sanchez <laughs> uh, the the whole I can do, I can do this, 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 I can do this. Well, you know what? If you can do all those things, then there's a good chance that you don't do any of them well. So pick something. I found her incredibly annoying. Thank you. The better joke for during your drag queen name 
I was trying to make that joke with like, something you were doing. I should have said Jack Hoff or Jack Mehoff. Oh, that, that's the Howard Stern thing. Jack yeah. me Jack Mehoffer. Yeah. That would have been funnier than Master Bates. Uh, I, I'm very torn. <laughs> on, I'm very torn on Shea Coulee because, um, she also has that gross personality, correct? I'm having trouble remembering, but she has sort of that gross taking with yes. herself personality. Yes. But it's one of these things though. if you can back it up, that's kind of fierce. And I kind of feel like she can. And I feel, I don't remember what it was, but I said, I could be swayed. She may have just won me over. She said something that made me laugh or that I really liked. And um, I've seen some of her looks online and she's pretty fierce. That's why I'm saying like, I, I think she's top three. Oh, Do you God. have a top three? Uh, I see, and I'm only going by the minute forty five second videos that I've I've yeah. watched, looked at anything online. The only thing I saw was the one video of Aja, and that so that's the one thing that made me turn me. So if, this is all this all may be something going back and listening to this as it gets closer to the end of the season as far as just how right or wrong you and I both were on these. Oh, well, we can cover this at the end, but I think she's a top three contender. Okay. Okay. Say Kool-Aid. Uh, next up, Trinity Taylor. <laughs> oh, her last name is Taylor. Okay. Um, she's from Florida, isn't she? She's from Orlando. She's yeah. from Orlando. Uh, I am going to call it right now. Okay. Who's Trinity, Trinity Taylor will be the first one sent home. You know what? I'm going to be with you. I put filler queen. God, and I wrote, I'm not even joking, Taylor, look at it, it says, first to go, question mark? Yes. First, first to go, go, question mark, who is caring about her, and that's that she's from Orlando, and I don't know if that was a negative or positive. That's, well, that's that's Ginger Minge territory, so. Yeah. I, the one thing that I remember from her video was that she said bitch a lot, which she talked mm-hmm. about, I'm a bitch, 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 and she said it in this weird, like, where she was trying to like use, uh, combine the words bitch and yas. So it was a bitch sort of thing that was horrible. And a couple of years ago, my co-host on my other show and I went and saw Mommy Dearest at one of the local theaters and Hedda Lettuce kind of did a M, uh, did an MC thing where she, she did like commentary through the show. Mm-hmm. And she had a laser pointer. And there's a scene in Mommy Dearest where Faye Dunaway does this weird, creepy smile, and you can see that we have been smoking three packs of cigarettes a day, and we have these weird little yellow corn kernel teeth. If mm-hmm. you go back and watch, Trinity Taylor has the same weird teeth. So then that became, that that was my distraction for that video, where I just kind of sat and was like, ugh, I don't like this at all. But she's boring, and I think that she's going to be the first one to go home. I know, I almost kind of want to watch her video again, to uh see but yeah i wrote for, I, I, but look if we're both saying that and that's our initial reaction i feel in a malcolm gladwell kind of blink sort of way our gut reaction is correct watch to watch to like 12 weeks from now when we're going the top three trinity taylor looks like she's gonna take it home <laughs> trinity taylor eureka o'hara and jane mansfield <laughs> oh god I would quit the show. I was gonna just say you'll be doing the show by yourself. I would just give up. I would just say I'm not. I'm not doing it. I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Next up, Valentina. She's a Latina Chicana from here, from Los Angeles, California. Taylor Latte Boy. I. Really- and I'll keep in mind. 
that I'm a gay Latino from Los Angeles, California, but go ahead. Well, much like you, I really want to like her, <laughs> but um, I, I, I do. I, I actually kind of like her um, for the most part. She's, she's a little... I, 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 she's a little trying too hard, I think. But one thing that I really, when she says, like, you know, I turn on my candles, that kind of made me laugh a little bit. And then when she said the word luxuriate, which I'm not sure if that's a word or not, but she's not the first one to say that. She's not. Okay. No, I've heard people use that word before. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's a word. But people, I've heard people use that word. I, I would say one thing that I really like about her is that she seems to know her history. She seems to know her drag history. And and for her being as young as I think she is, that that was impressive to me, you know. But that being said, the last person who I was excited that seemed to know their drag history a lot was Robbie Turnter. And we mm-hmm. saw how far she went. But I think that she could be she, – she, she, I think she will go further than people expect her to. You know, now, another interesting factoid, the two times I've watched the video – my partner, soon to be husband, Babalu, who is in fact himself a Latino, can't mm-hmm. stand her. He's like, I hate well, her. The Cubans don't like the Mexicans, let's be <laughs> honest. All right. Is that a lot of like does Babalu like me? He loves you. Mm. No, he no, he he does. He loves you. Mm. And uh <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. I don't like this Valentina. She's kind of. She, I don't. I don't dislike her as much as some people do. Uh, Larry Flick, for instance, like when we he was we were chatting uh, when we were watching the Valentina interview, and he hated her. Right? Filler queen. I think she's first quarter though. Yeah, I think queen. We have a, we have a lot of first and second quarters, and yeah. very few third quarters. <laughs> we'll ha- we'll have to actually sit down and figure out who is. Which we're not going to do it right now, but maybe we'll do that. We're going to do it right now. Okay, oh, let's okay. go. Let's start all over again. Aja. Let's. So, do you want to do that? So Val, no, 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 no. So okay. Valentina, um, uh, well, you know, we could what we could do is we could we could do it and then I'll edit it out of the show because I'm gonna make a, a quick list here. Okay, do you have your order? I have, right, so, uh, is it okay? Are we doing order? Or are we just doing who we th- the the groupings? I guess the order is important. I mean, I have an order, but the order to me the groupings are more important. But there's okay. an order naturally, you know. Okay, you go first for uh, first quarter. For first quarter, I have Trinity. I mean, I'm sorry, Trinity Taylor, Eureka, and Aja. Okay, and I have Trinity Taylor, Alexis, Michelle, and Eureka. Okay, so we're just we just disagree on one there. Yeah. Okay. Well, eventually, as we disagree on more, it's good. It's going to skew different ways, but whatever. yeah. Second quarter, I have Valentina, James Mansfield, uh, Alexis, Michelle, and Nina Bonina Brown. I have Nina Bonina. Shea Coule, uh, James Mansfield, and Peppermint. Oh, I uh, so we disagree on a couple there, yeah, yeah. So you think Valentina's going to go farther than I do? Yes, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my third quarter, I have Peppermint, uh, Shea Coule, and Sasha Velour. No, 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 no. I already said Shea Coule. Wait, where's my Shea Coule? I added Shea Coule twice. You didn't add her at all. Okay, well then, okay, either way. Maybe you do need four then, right? No, because no. I, 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 it does, if there's 13 of them, then... Oh, I just didn't say, I said, well, no, wait, hold on. Taylor, Eureka, Aja, mm-hmm. that's three for me. Then mm-hmm. Valentina, James, Mansfield, Alexis, Michelle, and Nina Bonina Brown. 
That's four. Oh, I know why. Okay, duh. Okay. My third quarter, I have Peppermint, Sasha Velour, and Charlie Hyde. I have Charlie Hyde's, Sasha Velour, and Aja. And who are your top three? They're not my favorite top three, but I think Pheromone, Kimura Black, and Valentina. Okay. My top three are Kimura Black, Pheromone, and Shea Coulee. Okay. So we got two of the three the same for the top one. So that'll, that'll yeah. be very interesting. We'll have, to go, we'll have to go back and play this as it gets closer to the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay. So wait, have we covered everybody? Oh, we have covered every single person. Yeah. So can I tell you what my, what my overlying arching themes were for all of this? Sure. Okay. And now I have to find the paper that I had all of the notes on. Where did it go? Oh, here it is. First of all, Every one of them is lying about their age. There's no way some of them are as young as they say they are. Oh, really? Like who? I, they all seem to say they're in their 20s or early 30s. And there's a couple of them that definitely look... Alexis Michelle. There's no way Alexis Michelle is like 32. Well, I'm going to look... Okay, well, you talk. I'm going to look up because it, it actually happens to be listed on Reddit. Okay. So I'm going to look that up on Reddit. The only one that seems to look her age would be Pheromone, who says yeah. that she's 22. And I think that she just has... I think she's officially 23 now, but yeah. Okay. But either way, you know, I, I don't... Okay. I, I Ready? Don't. Okay. Uh, let's start in the order that we did it. Aja, mm-hmm. 22. I... Okay. I That one... That could, I, She looks older in the video, but I've seen pictures of her, and I buy it with the boy pictures. Okay. I think she ages herself with uh, that... Mm-hmm. All right, next up, next in order is Eureka, and Eureka O'Hara, yeah, okay, 25. No. No. I would buy 30. I would buy 30 as well. But didn't Ginger Minj say that she was 27 for about four years? 29, yeah. Yeah. 29, yeah. Both 29 my ass. 29, 15 years ago. Uh, next up, Charlie, well, I don't think Charlie Hyde is lying. He's 52. Uh, I think he actually, you know what? I think he's lying. I think he's 32 or 42. Yeah. yeah. He looks if, great. If, if Charlie Hyde's is 32 or 52, she looks amazing. Yeah. So Charlie Hyde says she's 52 and we all believe in that. Um, Alexis Michelle. Uh, Alexis Michelle claims to be 33. Uh, no. Oh, really? Mm-mm. I buy it. Mm-mm. You don't buy that? No. Not at all. I think I think that we're definitely older and 33 is, the, is the age that you start doing older. that yeah huh. i i think we're significantly older than 33 this this okay. might be why dry queens don't like add us and talk about us because <laughs> we say yeah, exactly. shit about all horrible things about them um next up uh pheromone says she's 23 and she looks it jane mansfield jane mansfield claims to be 26 i buy it yeah, I buy it because he looks almost younger. 20, 26 is almost surprising. Yeah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Kamora Black, 28. Uh, okay. That, that's I guess because the makeup is so harsh, it would be a rough looking 28. But I, also I buy it. Cute as a boy. I'm, oh my God, I'm going so on cute. not seeing any of them as boys. So Yeah. Nina Bonina Brown, 34. I have I, you can't tell with all that purple makeup on, but yeah, I can't tell either. I, I'd buy it. It's uh, peppermint, thirty-seven. I believe that one. Really, that, I think that, she that, looks older. 
You think she looks older? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Sasha Velour. Sasha Velour is 29. Again, it's hard to tell with all that makeup. Yeah, but I, I could looking. I'm trying to look past the makeup, and I think that could be that that that's a real possibility of, about that, like late twenties, early thirties. So that would be probably what I would say. I would agree all with right. that. All right. Um. Next up, uh, Shea Coulee, uh, twenty-seven. Yeah, she seems she has the the attitude of someone who's like twenty-seven. Yes. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. Trinity Taylor claims to be 31. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think so either. No. And Valentina says she's 25. I can I see buy that. it. I buy that. Yeah. So there's only a couple that I actually think are lying. Yeah. And and, and you t- typically when you're lying, you're going to say very late 20s or early 30s. Yeah. And you're older. So another theme that I see is a lot of them talk with the vocal fry. And yeah. I don't necessarily care for that. So hopefully they won't do that in their other than in their interview for Meet the Queens. Here's the thing. I'm a big fan of the vocal fry. I think you I use the vocal fry. I think I have a vocal fry. No, because no, we don't talk with that with that weird lilt where we raise everything up at the end of the sentence. We but don't Taylor, do that. But Taylor, you know what? This is not how I really... T- people should... I, this is not how I really talk. Taylor, when I talk to you on the phone personally, you know I'm all like... Taylor, oh my God, I'm so sad. Don't isn't that how I talk? Yeah, totally. And I talk the same way too. And the reason that I'm so insecure about it is because I talk the same way. Yeah, we hate in others what we hate in ourselves. Yeah, and it's just it's really really sad. And I don't know what I'm going to do. And people don't understand how it's so hard to have to talk this way. What other themes did you notice? Um, I noticed something that I called the Bianca effect. And that is at least two queens. I can't remember which ones off the top of my head. Talked about the fact that they have no problem helping the other queens because they're not intimidated <laughs> by them. So I have no problem with, you know, if you need help, actually, I'm going to give you help, but I'm going to beat you. So, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, something yeah. that was talked about on Bianca season. And even occasionally if, you know, things will go past Drag Race stuff. I have I follow Drag Race stuff on Tumblr, and they'll go back to that, um, the the meme of that where they have all of the videos of RuPaul talking about that. Then in examples of Bianca helping out the other queens at the end, saying she helped all of them because she wasn't intimidated by them. That's why she was. So I think that's what they're trying to do. They're they're gunning for the. I'm just like Bianca. I'm just like her. So I'm going to be a fierce competitor, but I'm also going to be this wonderful person that has no problem handing you my corset cinching you and then you know pushing you off the edge you know this is something that's very interesting because rupaul has actually talked about this on her podcast that there are people who go in there and they try and shape their storylines and it's just not going to work for a couple of reasons one they can see right through that one Mm -hmm. so it actually kind of hurts you two is no one can do it for that long in those high pressure situations for that straight left i mean they're there for 12 hours a day Five or six days a week, they're isolated. They're under intense cycle. You can't. You, your your real your true self under that kind of pressure just comes out. And say what you will, the most memorable drag queens uh, from RuPaul's Drag Race, for good and for bad, are the ones who, for 
no, for, they they just can't help being themselves. It's it's they're famous for who they really are. I think a perfect example of this is Alyssa Edwards, who, as I stated before, I'm not a big fan of her drag, but I'm a big fan of her television persona. And the television persona exists because she can't. It, it's impossible for her to exist in any kind of way. She can't put any kind of facade on. Now she can be Alyssa Edwards extra. Yeah. You know, but she can't be anybody else. And that's that's why people fell in love with her season five is, is she's talked about this in interviews. She didn't think she was being funny, you know, and then here all this comedy came out of her. And it's the same thing with all stars. too. She just can't help being Alyssa Edwards. And I think if you're if you just go on there and you're just you, that's going to get you farther than anybody else. Yeah. Well, hopefully that'll be the case. And that goes into my next theme is that there seems to be a significant difference between people that seem to have a higher level of intelligence versus people that don't. That there's definitely people that, especially in things like one thing that I noticed was drag history, that a couple of people, even some of the, you know, Valentina and Sasha both brought up different designers that are very you know, known for known for their originality and known for their history within the gay community or within drag community. And then you had somebody like, um, what's her name? Kamora Black mentioning Marco Marco, which is a very obvious, everybody that knows anything about drag queen knows that Marco Marco is very involved in the, in within drag race with the uses the models a lot in, in their shows. But then that says that I'm inspired by Marco Marco, but this isn't a Marco Marco outfit. You know, there's just there's just a level of intelligence and a level of knowledge of drag history that you can see it see at least within the interviews a, a definitive line. So I found myself more drawn to those who seem to know more. I was mm-hmm. I was definitely more attracted to the stories and attracted to the characters they were creating by showing me what they're aware of. You know, because Valentina could have easily come off as one of those people that you just sort of thought, ugh. Whatever, but she seemed to know a lot about drag history in particular, and that made her more attractive to me as a contestant. Well, Valentina has a history in, I guess, the LA gay scene. She won Dragula two years ago. Oh, okay. So that's why you could have a point that she could go very far. She could be a dark horse, so to speak, and that people might be underestimating her. Because she's already won this drag competition. But I, I feel a lot of these drag queens are very accomplished, so that might not mean much. And, and also, so much more comes into play on this show other than just sheer drag talent. And if she's a boring... Uh, this, and this, we haven't touched on you know the behind-the-scenes stuff that much this episode, but if, if she's just a boring contestant, well, then I don't think she's on for this show long. Yeah. You know, regardless of how good of a drag queen she is. So... Uh, We'll see what happens with Valentina. And one other thing that I liked about Valentina and that goes into the next thing that I noticed was I enjoyed listening to the contestants that talked about the ritual of drag. You know, they talked about the idea of where, you know, and as much as I made joke of her about joke about her turning on her candles or, you know, that kind of thing, when they talk about the experience of what it's like to transform, that made those that spoke about that a little bit more genuine for me and a little bit more real. And it was interesting to hear that from a clinical standpoint of taking yourself and transforming yourself into another person. That's something that I talk about a lot with my clients as far as what do you not like about yourself 
on the inside and what can we do to kind of modify that? And this is an example of people doing this on the inside by changing their outsides in a way that's very drastic or very, not drastic, very dramatic and, and short term, you know, I mean, you, you know, they could take, you know, a couple of hours to change from Valentina as a boy to Valentina as a girl, but then it becomes, she, she becomes this new person. I have, um, I have a couple of trans, trans clients that I work with and clients that have done drag in the past. And we've talked about this as far as what it's like to go into where that one person kind of goes away and the other person is able to come out. And it's, it's, it's a fascinating conversation. What is what would you say is what what, what the cast as a whole? Do you have any sort of uh, thoughts on the cast as a whole? Uh, in that regards, or just in general? In general, well, I just kind of shared a bunch of them. But uh, one thing that the last thing that I have was there's a whole lot of white girls in this group. There doesn't seem to be the minority doesn't seem to be as well represented as I think I would have liked. Well, you know, it's so funny that you said it because. That's true. Like, there's not a lot of black girls, but I always feel like Latinos are sort of like the um, secret sauce in RuPaul's Drag Race, so to speak. In that, like, you you don't think it's diverse, but then like the most popular drag queens in Drag Race history are Latino. So Bianca Del Rio is Latino. Adore Delano is Latino. Mm-hmm. Um. Who else is popular? Sharon Needles, but Sharon Needles. Latino. <laughs> Sharon Needles is not Latino. Name a drag queen. Fifi O'Hara. I think she's Filipino. Is she? Yeah, I think she is. Oh. I think she's half Filipino, half white. Okay. okay. I know all their races. You know all of the. Mm-hmm. Do you have a spreadsheet that lists, yep. you know, you color code by. Yep. It's in my literally brain. Color code. Mm hmm. Uh, so anyway, the point is, uh, so using it's a very white cast. Uh, you also, as you said, that the, there's a clear difference between the smart ones and the who is one that you don't think is so smart. I know, like you said, Kamora Black is one of them. Is there another Kamora one that you don't think is so smart? Kamora Black is one that I don't think is very smart. I have a feeling Aja is not very smart. Um, Trinity Taylor. Trinity Taylor. I think Trinity Taylor isn't necessarily that she's not smart. I think she's boring. Oh, so. I, I have a feeling that Shay Coulee may not be that smart. But then I okay. think so, like certain ones that are smarter, I think Sasha Valore came off as intelligent. Um, I think Valentina came off as well-read. Mm-hmm. Peppermint came off as intelligent to me. Um, Charlie Hydes came off as intelligent to me. Uh, I would even say Nina Bonina came off as there was there was a sense of a sense of some smarts uh-huh. there okay so all right so i think i, I mean i think we've done a pretty good job recapping this show i think we, as far i mean we have so we have such limited information we've just done an hour and a half on the scant information that we have about we don't know when the show starts march uh, that's all we know all we know is march um and uh, we have very, very little information. So I think, we, we, I think we've done a good job wrapping this up. So that concludes another episode of RuPaul's... Oh, no, not another episode. The first episode of Season 9 of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Usually this is where we give you our contact information. We're actually in the process of setting all that up again uh, because of, uh, you know, 
Daniel leaving, actually, we have to do it all over again because of Daniel leaving. So um, on the first episode, we'll have all that information for you. Um, but uh, until then, you can follow us on our own shows. That announcement will be at the end of the show. Um, but until then, until March 1st, or the first episode airs uh, for Daniel Brewer, Joe Batanz, and Taylor Latte Boy, sashay away until March. Want to know what Taylor the Latte Boy is up to at all times? He has his own podcast called Pod Is My Co-Pilot, available on iTunes and at podismycopilot.com. You can follow him on Twitter at P-I-M-C Taylor and also on Instagram at P-I-M-C Taylor. I have another podcast called Catching Up. It's available on iTunes and at cupodcast.com. You can also catch me recapping RuPaul's Drag Race on One on One with Larry Flick on Sirius XM Radio every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Entertainment Weekly Radio Channel 105. Need to see what I'm eating? Follow me on Twitter at Joe Batance. That's J-O-E, B as in boy, E-T-A-N-C-E. And on Instagram at Joe Batance. 